for show championship day edition from here in Indianapolis. Baylor and Gonzaga play for the NCAA title tonight inside Lucas Oil Stadium. That's Coach Mark Few, and uh, he met with the media yesterday, as did uh, Baylor coach Scott Drew and a couple of players. And the matchup then comes up tonight on the air for us at 7 p.m. Central Time and uh, an extended pregame show and then an 8.20 tip-off Central Time. That would mean, uh, I'm guessing, about a 6.20 tip-off uh, Pacific Time where Tom Hudson will be calling the game. He's here, but uh, calling it for Gonzaga in Spokane, Washington. And Tom joins us now, the longtime voice of Gonzaga. Tom, appreciate your time. How you doing this afternoon? John, I'm I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's a long day, isn't it? Waiting for tip-off tonight. (laughs) It really is. And I was joking with somebody earlier today. You know, when we played in the 2017 Final Four in Phoenix, it was a little more normal for us, and it was a little – you know, quicker to get to get to that tip off. But uh, playing back here, we had one game, our first round game. I think we tipped off here at nine forty-five. But yeah, this is uh, this is a long day for you and me. I can't imagine what it's like for the players and the coaches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, here we are. Uh, I'm not complaining. I know you're not complaining. It is a long day, but uh, man, isn't it great to be here? And you were here just uh, just a few years ago, that 2017 championship game. What was that uh, experience like for you? Yeah, it was incredible. John, as I'm sure that you're learning how cool it is. Now, it's obviously different because, you know, being there, you know, with 70,000 fans and right. all the buzz around town, there's obviously a little bit of a difference. I will say, you know, being in Indianapolis has been nice. This place is so basketball crazy. And you know, every day I've been going out for a four or five mile walk just to try to keep my sanity. <laughs> I haven't been back home yet. So, uh, you know, when you walk by people that say, hey, you know, we love your guys. You're you a great, great game. We're looking forward to your game tonight against Baylor. You, you know, it, it's been nice at least having a little bit of that. So there's not quite the juice that there was back then. But, uh, I mean, you can't beat calling a, a Final Four game and then a championship game, as I'm sure you're finding out. And uh, yeah. I'm guessing, hey, I was uh, obviously nervous the other night. Uh, but, uh, you know, my, my first time around, I was, I was shaken. I mean, I go back and try to read my notes <laughs> from 2017. It looked like I was writing in an earthquake. So, <laughs> I agree 100%, and I've tried to explain that to people. I, I know there have been some out there that have been trying to you know, nitpick at the NCAA for this, that, and the other thing, but just the logistics to put this thing on. You know, I was trying to explain this to someone. The logistics to COVID test, you know, 68 schools times 34 people in a travel party every single day. You know, I mean, all of those things, and the, the number of volunteers that it, it's taken to put this thing on and uh, one of our administrators, uh, I just saw his wife, and they were kind of joking. You know, for him to leave the hotel and get outside, he has to be escorted from their floor down to the, the lobby. Somebody escorts yeah. him across the street to the ballpark. Someone escorts him into the ballpark. Let's three yeah. different volunteers for, for our team. You know, and, and yeah. to imagine, you know, all the people that have jumped in and helped make this thing uh, go and have it be successful. I mean, look, you've got the top two teams in the country that are playing for the national championship game. I, I'm with you, John. I think they've done a fantastic job. Tom Hudson, our guest, uh, longtime voice of the uh, Gonzaga Bulldogs. Uh, Tom, I don't know this about you. How, how long have you been doing these games? Uh, you know, this is 19 years on the radio okay. for me, and I've, I've been really fortunate. I moved to Spokane back in 1996. I worked in TV at the time, and so 
uh, with the exception of the first game GU played in 1995, they, they lost to Joe Smith in Maryland. I've, I've seen every one of our tournament games. So I, I've been wow. really fortunate, you know, and a, a Houston kid, actually, who I moved up here to, to work for a couple of years, and every intention was to go back home. I'd never been to the Northwest, and I thought I'd, you know, I'd run up there and, and check it out and then, uh, and then come home, and here I am 25 years later, you know, settled and, now, some of my friends uh, start calling me a spoky now, and so I, yeah. I, I think I take it as a compliment. I tell them I don't mess with Texas coffee mug, but uh, <laughs> but it's it's been uh, pretty special up there. That's really cool, and and your fan base to me is really interesting. Uh, you know, no football, men's basketball is, is uh, it seems like uh, far and away, you know, the number one sport that you've got on campus and, and so much support uh, for your basketball program. And, and rightfully so with the success under Mark Few up there, um, uh, you know, there's Gonzaga fans all over this city and really everywhere we go, you run into Gonzaga fans. It, it is amazing. It, the growth has been phenomenal to see where, you know, I'd be wearing my Gonzaga stuff in 2005 going into an airport, and, you know, people would ask me, you know, I, mean, I even got a few uh, Georgia Bulldogs. Like, well, now I'm wearing a blue shirt, you know. But, uh, uh, you know, so it, it's been remarkable to see the growth uh, from that standpoint. And then, you know, like you said, our fans are, are so special. You know, they, they jumped on board when this team made that Elite Eight run back in 1999. And, you know, it was a team that was kind of indicative of our of our community, you know, kind of a blue-collar underdog place, and that's what those guys were. And you know, our, our fans have jumped in, our communities jumped in. It, it's great. We do a, you know, kind of a craziness in the kennel is what they call it, kind of a midnight madness thing. And, uh, you know, our arena is 6,000 seats. It's been sold out every single game since we built it in 2004. You know, that's the one game that, you know, or at, le- at least opportunity for fans to be able to get in. And you will see a line that starts four or five hours before the event and ends up wow. making all the way around our building out past our soccer field, almost to our baseball field, of people wow. getting in just to have an opportunity to see these guys in person. Uh, they're all in on this thing, and that's what's made it so special, too, is that, you know, I, I think seeing where we came from, uh, you know, nothing has been taken for granted. Tom, uh, go back to 2017 again. You played uh, North Carolina in the national championship game, lost that game. But uh, how, how does that team that had so much success Compared to this year's team with Timmy and with Suggs, you know, and Kispert, uh, how would you compare those two teams? It is incredible, John, and I think this speaks to, to Coach Few and his ability to to coach basketball and his understanding of of things and, and his ability to adjust to his personnel. You know, 2017, we had Shemek Karnowski, who was a seven foot, 280 pounder. We had Jonathan Williams, who was just a beast of a rebounder and a shot blocker. He was 6'9", you know, probably 230 pounds. And then Zach Collins, who was a lottery pick, plays for the Portland Blazers. You know, he was coming off the bench for us. You know, he's a seven-footer. Wow. And, you know, now you look at a team that essentially is a four-guard lineup, you know, around Drew Timmy. I mean, Corey Kispert's playing the four at 6'7", but, you know, he's more of a three. Uh, he's a stronger kid, so he's been able to do that, giving Coach Hughes some flexibility. So you're just looking in the span of four seasons where we went from being, you know, one of the best defensive teams in the country with, you know, rim protection and shot blocking uh, to now all of a sudden a team that runs up and down the floor but still is good defensively. So they're, they're two entirely different teams, which, like I said, to me is, is pretty remarkable. Uh, and it just speaks volumes to, to Coach Few and his ability to adjust what he's doing, you know, based on the personnel that he has. Tom, you probably know uh, pretty well John Jacobs, who was there and is on our staff now, and Rem Bacamus, who was there and is uh, one of our GAs now. You probably know those guys pretty well, don't you? 
I, I do know them pretty well. And you, you know what? They're, they're such good guys. And, uh, you know, you just laugh uh, at kind of the small world of this whole thing. Uh, you know, those guys going uh, down to Baylor. I know John was, uh, he loved being in Spokane, but was he, he was anxious to get back down to Waco. And uh, just a great guy and a, and, a, and a really good basketball mind. You know, he's our director of ops, and I know he wanted to get back into coaching, and, and Scott gave him that opportunity. Uh, and Rem, you know, Rem's a great kid, man. He, he's a lot of fun, and, you know, his dad is a high school coach, and, and he's got a good feel for the game. So, you know, it, it's really strange because, you know, all season long you're rooting for Baylor, you know, and, and I had a chance to see those guys for just a minute when we were here in December uh, sure. before the game that we didn't play, um, but didn't get a whole lot of time to, to talk just because of, of the situation. But, yeah, they, they are great people, and I know that our guys uh, root for them very hard. And I think tonight, you know, it's one of those things that you look at, and I remember at the end of the, the game against North Carolina, you know, Roy Williams and, and Mark Few were good friends. And you could kind of see the look on Roy's face. And I even believe after the game, he kind of said, you know, it hurt a little bit, you know, to, to have to, to win this thing against my friend. You know, all the while being very excited about the fact that your friend is playing in the national championship. And so, you know, th- this is going to be kind of an interesting one that you're, you know, you're so happy and thrilled for people that, that you love. But, you know, the, the flip side, one of you is going to lose tonight, and that's going to be a little bit tough, too. Well, and I get, I kind of get that same feeling about Coach Drew and Coach Few that, uh, you know, there's great mutual respect there. Uh, so all those guys do a podcast together, I think, with Andy Katz a while back, and they're throwing jabs at each other. I think that's a great, uh, great uh, relationship between those two guys. It is, and I think that that's really great, too, you know, to see that, that, that you have these programs that have great respect for uh, one another that are getting ready to, to go and play on the biggest stage. And, you know, we all wanted this game to happen back in December. You probably got asked, like me and like the coaches, 8,000 times, when are we going to reschedule this thing? When are we going to reschedule this thing? Well, man, how cool is it that it wasn't rescheduled and here we are playing? And, again, two guys, you know, that, that are high character, uh, that run their programs the right way, uh, like you said, that they respect what each other do. Uh, truly, you know, this isn't a – you know, press conference, lip service, hey, I'm going to say these nice things about this team, but, you know, deep down, I, I don't particularly care for them. I, it is genuine like. I'm with you. I, I think that's a, a really awesome thing going into this game tonight. Yeah, I think that's really cool. All right, final question for you. Uh, how do you think this game plays out tonight? Two teams that like to get up and down the floor, score a lot of points. Baylor would like to dig down defensively and, you know, kind of have an advantage there. How do you think this game goes tonight? Well, that is such a great question, John. I've been trying to kind of figure that out. You know, you're looking at the, the Baylor backboard. I was talking to somebody earlier today, and I said, you know, most games this year, if not all, when you looked at our backcourt and you were going to, you know, do the checkmark thing, who has the advantage? You would say Gonzaga. And then yeah. I look at Baylor's backcourt, and all of a sudden you say, okay, wait a second. Uh, these guys are, are different level good. And so I think those backcourt matchups are, are going to be key. And then, you know, Drew Timmy has been so good for us, and it's just remarkable to see him play and his footwork and the way that he can score the ball. And I think that's going to be an interesting matchup, too, uh, you know, between the, the Baylor bigs and Drew, and if he's able to, to score on those guys because he's been on, on quite a run. Uh, and I think that makes this game a lot more interesting if, uh, you know, if he's scoring and going. Um, but I think it's going to be fun. And like you said, I know Baylor wants to, to clamp down defensively so so good on that side, but you know, I also think you've got guys that are, that are you know, athletes that want to run up and down the floor and they can shoot it. So you know, I'm hoping for an exciting game, and I'm, I'm truly hoping, John, for a good whistle for both teams tonight. You know, the one thing that we talk about so much in 2017 was you know, on both teams. I mean, you know, North Carolina is known for its offense. Gonzaga plays really good offense, and it's a 
71-65 game. And, you know, those three big kids I talked about were in foul trouble from the get-go. North Carolina was in foul trouble. And I'm not saying I want a good whistle for us. I'm saying I just want it to be a good, clean basketball game that, you know, everybody can enjoy. The fans can enjoy. The players can enjoy participating in. You know, we had three guys foul out of that game, and you just walked away feeling, you know, just it wasn't a good representation of college basketball, I, I didn't think. So I'm hoping that, you know, both teams were able to display what it is that's made them so good to get here uh, and that we just see a great basketball game tonight. Yeah, amen to that. I agree completely. Well, I will see you over there here in just a little bit, and I appreciate your time this afternoon. It's great to have you on with us. All right, John, wonderful talking to you. I can't wait to see you. And, uh, man, this is a lot of fun, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. one of those things. You, you dream about doing it at some point in your career and getting a chance to do it is uh, it's something special. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's have a good time tonight. That sounds great. Tom, thank you very much. I'll see you over there. Tom, Hunter, great, the great uh, play-by-play voice for the Gonzaga Bulldogs.